Did you know? All right. I didn't say that. I guess, uh, guess it lets you know you're being recorded now. That's yeah. cool. All right. Yeah, that's Good afternoon, Porterville. I'm Austin Slater. And I'm Jonathan Ogans. And this is the Putnam Beat. And uh, yeah. right at the top here, we will we will get into our, our chingons tacos, kind of figure out what we're going to do with this. So for those that missed the update, oh, can't really see. All right. Well, trust you me, it's there. It you got the background. I know that the background's on. Okay, but but it is posted up on the Facebook page if you want to go see, go check out the voucher. Basically, everybody, we have Chingo's tacos. You have you can enter for a chance to win. Um, what is it? Two tacos. Two tacos, boy. We're talking about two twenty-five dollar gift cards. Oh, Chingo's tacos. You get a lot of tacos with that. So, yeah. um, so Porterville, whoever follows the Pundit Beat page, if you're not even from Porterville, if you just want to come get some tacos. Um, you can come get $25 worth of tacos, chingons tacos. Probably want to go on Taco Tuesday, $2 tacos and Taco Tuesday, and you just have a blast. You know what I mean? Or maybe it's a dollar taco. I'm not sure. Oh, it's, oh it's, okay. Okay. These, these tacos are good for any other day, but Tuesday. I'm just letting them know because, because okay. as Americans, we get tacos on Tuesday. That's true. That's true. God, let me, it's can, you let, your own me can you let me know what I do? Okay, okay. You, you, do you. you do you. Okay. Tacos on Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Uh, but they're <laughs> now you got me honest. <laughs> they're good on any other day, but you might want to go on Tuesdays. That's an American right tradition. An American yes. tradition. And they're fantastic tacos. And exactly. Uh, exactly. And, and so a little bit about what we're doing with the giveaway here. Now this this value is available every other day except Tuesday. So if you do want to go on Tuesday, you gotta spend your own money, okay? But but listen, this this oh, wait, value. Oh wait, 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 what? You're yes. not good on Tuesdays? Not on Tuesday, not not good on Tuesday. I just literally Tuesday. told these people. <laughs> That's what I was trying to tell you. Oh, Tuesday you trying to, start, you're trying to cut me off. You trying, trying, trying to cut me out. I was trying to cut you off. It don't work like the breakfast club, I guess. I can't cut you off. <laughs> you can't just turn off my mic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, my bad. Uh, my bad. Okay. Uh, well, so any other ladies and gentlemen, uh, your taco Tuesday has been canceled. <laughs> That's just their busiest day, so it's hard to do the voucher on I Tuesday. I got you. I got you. Any other day, you can go down there. They have tacos hey, every day. Hey, hey, this man made me go on a whole rant about going on Tuesdays. <laughs> he he could have texted me beforehand and said they're not good on Tuesdays. And this man did not do that. Okay, whatever. Go. Like you would have texted me back. Okay. No. Go. Go. Ooh. Okay, okay, okay. So what we're doing here? Who are, what are we? Are we the Joe Biden podcast where we just like turtle turmoil, just break us apart? Okay, go. Joe Rogan, right now. You know. Okay, all right. So what we're doing here? These twenty-five dollar vouchers, right? You have the opportunity to win them. Let me tell you what you got to do. All right, you got to share this video, and you got to tag a friend, and you have, you know, you got to get, you got to share this video, tag a friend, and like the video that's a trifecta there that's how they do it on facebook giveaways from what i've read so you, anyway you share this video you like the video you comment a friend that you're tagging in the video get them to enter too and, and you know we have two opportunities here two 25 dollar gift cards so that's a total of 50 dollar value uh and chingon's tacos cannot say enough good about them uh, i got to sit down with the owner isaiah sanchez and we talked a little bit about you know what it was like growing up for him i'm going to be posting the full transcript of that interview to the uh, putnam beat facebook page uh but for now just to go over a little bit about what he said 
Uh, you know, he said, I've been working in the restaurant business uh, since the age of 21. I started as a dishwasher and worked my way up to being a restaurant manager, long hours, working holidays while my family was at home wishing I was with them. Uh, but I told myself one day I would own my own place and I would give everyone who worked for me the holiday and weekends off uh, because I learned it's not all about money. It's about life. Uh, so that just kind of gives you a little picture of who Isaiah is. Very good guy. And like I said, I'll be getting the full interview posted up. But in the meantime, got to say, go get you those tacos. We support local businesses here and Chingon's Tacos, hands down the best tacos I've had in Porterville. Yeah, so. they're really good. Hold on. Keep talking. Go. Really bomb tacos. Um, so, so anyway, let's start. We're going to start talking about a little bit of local news here. Uh, so we have for you very important updates um, on the effort to restore our local library here in Porterville. As you know, it's been over a year since we lost our iconic local library here to arson in February of 2020. Um, and, and since then, there's been very little action taken to restore the library. Uh, but now the city is starting to get back in the groove and they are going to be putting in a temporary library to replace the city library over on 50 West Olive. It's going to be near Dollar Tree in the grocery outlet parking lot. Uh, so you'll go down there and you'll be able to, uh, you know, eventually have a library set up. They're getting the ground running on that. Uh, and they've outsourced their job, you know, the city council of talking to citizens directly. So instead, what they're going to do is they've hired a team of non-governmental consultants, and they are going to be uh, getting gathering input from citizens on this issue uh, so that City Hall will know what kind of library that you want, essentially. And, and this first focus group is slated to take place tomorrow, May 24th. Uh, um, from 8.30 to 9.30. So that's when that's going to go down. But, but not all of the community is pleased with this choice, right? When it was posted on social media, there was a lot of criticism on the city page. Wait, why, um, why is there criticism for building a library? I don't understand. It's not, it's not for building the library. So it, what, what it is, though, is the time. Look, so May 24th, right? 8.30 to 9.30 in the morning. Mm -hmm. So what the criticism are saying is that... Um, is that this commission is not incorporating people's work schedules into what they're trying to do, right? Uh, Raul Garcia, he pointed out on the Facebook page that the time wasn't very inclusive for working families who this would, you know, impact the most. Uh, um, so only one hour on Monday oh, you're morning. Talking about, oh, they're talking about the voting. They're talking about the how meeting. to vote. Oh, the, meet, the meeting. Yeah, the meeting. What, what, yeah, ideas. The meeting? So the meeting is for the ideas for the library, right? To, to yeah, where exactly. they're going to put it, where they're going to put it, right? Not just where the well, they've already decided on the temporary library over on um, West Olive, but this is going to be like how they're going to set it up, what services they're going to have, what the and community are, they're trying to get. Hold on, so people are upset because of the the, the way the meeting is at nine o'clock in the morning. A lot of people mm -hmm. have to get their kids to school, work, this and that. So they're upset about it. Usually with meetings, they do in the afternoon because most people are off at that time, right? Or in the evening. Right. Evening, yeah. Yeah. yeah make, they, why, make, would they, why would they do that at nine o'clock? That doesn't seem that's what, Yeah, that's what the criticisms are saying. So they're, they're saying only one hour on a Monday morning where everyone else, when everyone is at work, you know, already. It's like, can't take off work for something like that. Yeah, And exactly. others question. It, like, it seems like they're trying to, it seems like they're trying to bamboozle people. Yeah, that's what the argument is. Yeah, yeah the criticism. They're trying, to, they're, trying to, they're trying to slide through and bamboozle people. They're trying to make sure that they want everything their way and they know nobody's going to make that time. 
Nobody's going to make that time. Come on now. We're all a bunch of hardworking people in Porterville. Ain't nobody going to make that time. Ain't nobody's going to take off work to make that time. So come exactly. on. Y'all know what y'all doing. Y'all do every vote in the evening like normal. But now y'all want to be y'all want to be uppity. Y'all want yeah. to be special about it. Y'all want to sit there and try to bamboozle. Nah, I don't fly with that. That's not good. Yeah, they're, they're using a private commission to do it instead of just simply doing it themselves. So people are you know, also saying, why you got to waste our, our tax exactly. dollars on exactly. high commission? Why are you scared to talk to people, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's kind of and then another uh, commenter said that uh, they're questioning if this new temporary location is going to become the permanent location. And what they're saying is, Let's not let the city. No, no, no. But why? Why are they not trying to make a permanent location? Why does it have to be temporary? Is what I'm asking. Do you know? Well, I, I think the idea is that eventually the original location of the library might get rebuilt. I don't know how that's going to. Oh, funded, they're trying to make the original be rebuilt. Well, they could have well, cleaned, cleaned that stuff out and had it rebuilt already. What's the problem? I have money. I money funds. Got you. Okay. But, uh, but so, so clearly there's a lot of mistrust for the government here. They think that the city is using this temporary location to kind of get it out of using the original location so they could use it for some other, uh, what the, the criticism was use it for their own interests. I'm not sure what those interests would be, mm-hmm. but uh, clearly a lot of mistrust on the local level. And honestly, who could blame them? I mean, we're talking about a building that saw hundreds of kids every day, uh, kids that need to use it for internet, for school, kids that wanted to come and read books and, you know, be together in a safe place with their friends, uh, paired with an overwork, very small staff that couldn't enforce hardly anything, uh, with not so much as a sprinkler system in place to prevent fire, uh, you know, incredibly horrific lack of fire infrastructure in this building. Yeah. Uh, nonetheless, the council did not do anything about it. Um, the, the, you know, this was the only source of internet for dozens, if not hundreds of kids in our community. And they decided in their grand wisdom to keep it closed and, uh, not open up a temporary location during the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, you know, it's really terrible because a lot of students, as I said, this was their only source of internet. And what was schooling like during the COVID-19 pandemic when we were in lockdown? Well, it was a lot of distance learning, right? Distance learning being you do it on your computer at home. And you can't exactly do that without internet, folks. So this, uh, in their grand wisdom, the local government took away one of the only sources of internet, public and free internet in the city. And they didn't present any solutions to solve it, right? Um, You know, nonetheless, they did decide to keep some kind of library open. They're coming up with a temporary solution, and that's great. You know, we're talking about what kind of changes we should make when this new temporary library opens. I've got one. How about we put in sprinklers this time? How about we put in fire infrastructure this time? And, you know, uh, stop using these Wait, hold on. They didn't have a sprinkler system for 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 the old one? Old library, yeah, that's part of the reason why the fire did so much damage, got so out of control so fast. I saw you commented on Facebook about that. Yeah, yeah, I did bring that up. Uh, I said, I said, how about sprinklers this time? You know, and yeah. uh, Mario Hoven, Hoven's insurance. He thought that was kind of funny. He laughed, remark, but it yeah, is I saw that. Yeah, it is a serious thing. I mean, why can't you have a sprinkler system? It should have been done a long time ago. It should have been done when California ordered that new buildings have to have that. I mean, you're talking about a building that had hundreds of kids every day, and it never occurred to you that one of those kids might play with a lighter at some point. Never occurred to you That's that there true. might be a accidental fire. Yeah, so you, we got to look at those things.
And uh, you got to keep those in mind when we're um, kind of planning for this new building, right? We want to make sure that we can come up with some kind of plan to establish fire infrastructure in this new building. And when they do come up with a completely new library, if they do choose the old location, that's great. Let's make sure it's up to code this time, though. Um, but, you know, I, I guess what I, what I was wanting to get into with this, though, is like I was saying, a lot of kids use this as their source of public Internet, right? They use the library. They went and use the computers. They have free Wi-Fi. Very good. Uh, but, you know, a lot of other communities had a different answer to this. You know, what do San Diego, L.A., New York, Chicago, Miami, Vegas, what do they all have in common? You know, besides their significantly larger tax brackets, they all provide free Internet for their citizens and tourists alike, mind you, free of charge. Uh, you can go to any one of these local hotspots and get free Internet from the local government. Uh, Now, that would have been great uh, and a lot better than having to waste a month before the school district caught on to that issue and started uh, handing out uh, Wi-Fi hotspots that they didn't even buy, mind you. They came from Verizon that were donated. Now, that's great that Verizon donated Internet. But if Verizon hadn't have done that, what would the solution have been for these students that were without Internet? How can you do distance learning without Internet? It just doesn't work. You could send packets home, I guess, but the kid's not going to do them. Mm-hmm. I mean, they barely got the kid to do the work over Zoom, right? So, you know, it's just one of those issues. I'm glad kids are coming back to school as long as we can do it safely. That's great, right? But if we are in another one of these situations, again, we need to have a solution in place. We need to have some kind of locally provided free internet for people that do not have it. Internet is not no longer a uh, commodity. It's becoming a requirement for a lot of students. They a lot of Star- students. They can go to Starbucks. Yeah, but they couldn't do that during the pandemic, right? Now they can. Now they can, sure. I think that was advocate. They can go to Starbucks. But how, but how much? But Starbucks capacity, how many people can really go to Starbucks? Not that many. Yeah, I don't think Starbucks would like little kids hanging out there for hours. Um, I mean, they, um, tell, they so buy listen, listen, they should have Wi-Fi. Why don't they have Wi-Fi? They should pull themselves up by the bootstraps and have <laughs> Wi-Fi. Maybe they should, but these there are child labor laws. Kids can't exactly go to work. Got to go to school. I don't know. I, know. I, get, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. So, but, but, you know, that, that's, that's our, our, my position. So I, I want to know what you think though. Should the city of Porterville provide free Wi-Fi hotspots to citizens in the community, including students? Yes or no? Why? Tell us, we're going to put up a poll on the Putnam Beat Facebook page. We like your interaction folks. It's, it's great for us. Now, uh, if you want to comment on your more in-depth in-depth answers, please do. We may even read them on the show. Heck, uh, it's good to hear other opinions out there. You know, we're all in this together, folks. This is our city. This is our world. And to quote the great Joe Strummer, the way that you get a better world is you don't put up with substandard anything. So what's your standard for a better Porterville? What are you going to do about it? Tell us. We want to know. All right. And with that, we're going to drift here. We're going to pivot from local news to national news. And uh, man, a lot going on in the world right now. Yes. Uh, Definitely a lot going on on the home front. Right. But I wanted to kick things off by going a little bit international here and talking about the Israeli and Palestinian conflict. Right. A lot to go off of here. I mean, even the most idealistic of pundits will tell you that there doesn't seem to be any hope for a lasting peace in sight. 
Uh, even though they have the ceasefire now, it's uh, still a lot of conflict, a lot of aggression in the region. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about why that is. Um, you know, this area has been in dispute for thousands of years, right? It's been dubbed the Holy Land by three major Abrahamic religions, Christianity, Islam, Judaism. They all value Israel as this uh, Holy Land, this place yeah, where God. Yeah, Israel has been like the Holy Land for a long time now. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, so, so, you know, that gives you an idea of why there's always been conflict in the region. But why has that gone into modern times? Well, to get the full story, we got to go back a little bit in history, as you do. Uh, so picture, if you will, post-World War II, the Holocaust has just uh, been, you know, uh, happened, right? It's been terrible, horrific crimes were committed. But now the Axis powers have been defeated. Um we brought fascism to its knees three times over, defeating the Germans, defeating the Japanese uh, empire, right? And defeating Italy. So we brought, you know, fascism to its knees three times. Exactly. And, and then um, it's, it's 1948, right? And the 1917 Balfour Declaration that was established by the British uh, to create a Jewish homeland in Palestine um, known as Israel, it, it was it expired, right? And what that agreement did was create Israel, but say that British, uh, the British government rather, was in charge of it. So um, they created at that time. The Brits were really into imperialism. The U.S. kind of picked it up after that, but the Brits at this point were the imperialistic power. They were the hegemon, right? And so they declared Israel to be its own state, but they said it's under our control. So uh, then by 1948, that agreement had expired. And so Israel declares itself in the UN to be a independent state, uh, nation state, independent from the Brits and Palestinians alike. So they said they're not Palestine, but they're not British either. We're our own nation now. Uh -huh. um, and although his predecessor, FDR, had advocated for a hands-off approach in the conflict, President Truman felt compelled to act. And he formally recognized the uh, newfound sovereign nation of Israel, seemingly cementing the U.S.'s hands in the conflict and who we would be allied with. And breaking with the British, who had a vested economic interest in Arabian Palestine. So the Brits at this point, they actually wanted Palestine to stay in power. Uh, but the Holy Land proved not to be big enough for the Israelis, and Palestine slowly was chipped away into nothing, as Israel pursued a manifest destiny of its own. There was very little of Palestine left. In the process, houses were burned down, land that was held by Palestinian families for decades was turned over to Israeli citizens, and this led to some obvious animosity and destabilized the region for decades to come. But what reunited this most recent conflict in 2021? Hamas. Well, well, yeah, Hamas, yes, partially. But why, why Hamas was so angry? Uh, there was a recent Supreme Court decision in Israel to remove six Palestinian families from their own land in Shaki Jarar, uh, with the only significant reason being for their decision was the nationality of the families. These were Palestinian people. So Israel is calling this an eviction. But when you've removed people from the home that their families have lived in for generations to make room for Israeli families instead, it sounds like less of an eviction to me 
and more like a racial purging. So obviously there was a lot of strong uh, opposition, opposition to this. Uh, there were a lot of springs of protesting and Palestinian protesters and uh, Israeli police ended up having a lot of tension. Uh, the Israeli police ended up storming the Al-Asqa Mosque uh, leading to even more tension and more acts of brutality between Palestinians and Israelites. Israel, Israelites, now we're going biblical. No, Israelis on the ground. In all, 300 people were injured in uh, one night alone. And this was a uh, Muslim holiday. It was also coinciding with Jerusalem Day, which is an Israeli holiday. Um, and, and a lot of these people were injured, most of those 300 people being Palestinians. On May 10th, Israel decided not to leave the area and continued their military's occupation. Next, Hamas and another terror group known as the Palestinian Islamic Jihad engaged in missile strikes from the Gaza Strip into Israel, most of which were prevented uh, from actually reaching the ground by Israel's Iron Dome. So that didn't cause a lot of damage to Israel. But in response, Israel sent out 950 targeted missile attacks against Palestinians. And they ended up demolishing 461 housing units. So these were uh, where civilians were. Uh, and all 248 Palestinians were killed by Israeli retaliation, including 66 children, many of which had been praying in a mosque celebrating the holiday at the time of the attack. Uh, uh, 1,900 Palestinians were also injured and 7,200 uh, 7, have been displaced from their homes as a result of this. In addition, Israel destroyed the Associated Presses building in the region, uh, which had been critical of Israeli's actions. Uh, but Israel is saying that they didn't blow up the AP because of the harsh coverage. They're saying that they did it because Hamas was in the building, but conveniently they have no evidence. Hamas was not in the building, I guarantee you that wasn't in the building. They're just, they're just trying to go score shirts on everybody. For sure. They want, they want retaliation. And, and some uh, Israeli leadership has even been caught on social media saying that this was sweet therapy for them to do this, to blow up the Associated Press, to blow up all these civilians. <laughs> Uh, but obviously, with all this violence, calls for a mis, uh, you know, a ceasefire had been going on. Uh, that they began on the 13th of the month when Hamas actually asked originally asked Israel for a ceasefire. But at that point, PM uh, Netanyahu in Israel rejected it, and this prompted four nations in the UN to call for a ceasefire. Um, I didn't. I believe it was France and Egypt were uh, spearheading that, but there were also two other nations. Uh, on the 18th, they called for a ceasefire, uh, and it finally did occur on the 21st. So just uh, a couple days ago, we finally got that ceasefire. Now, there's a lot of people on both sides of this conflict that have very strong feelings, for good reason. And we'd be lying to you if we didn't point out these huge differences between the two, though. The main differences being... Israel has one of the most advanced militaries in the world. Their Iron Dome rendered almost every attack against them by Hamas virtually useless. Uh, and while Palestinians had 250 civilian deaths, um, only 12 people in Israel lost their lives uh, at the hand of Hamas. Now, both sides of this conflict have engaged in horrific violence and violence should never be praised. But there is one more striking difference. One nation's violence is subsidized by the U.S. We have given Israel $3 billion a year at minimum 
since 1985, every year. President Trump, uh, Mr. America First, he gave Israel 3.8 billion in 2019 with 8 billion in interest-free loans. And he, President Obama also authorized 4 billion to Israel in 2015 and a $38 billion payout over the next decade. So for the next decade, whether we like it or not, it's already been allocated that we are going to give that much to Israel. And in 2020, the Senate voted on another $38 billion funding for Israel, in addition to the one we've already promised. So it's clear to me that the violence isn't going to stop, right? At least not anytime soon. But that doesn't mean that the U.S. has to support it. My take is that we get our tax dollars out of the conflict. We turn our focus away from pleasing our allies and, you know, pleasing evangelicals who refuse to see Israel in any negative light. And instead, we start turning our head to the human rights violations that are going on here. Now, call me crazy, but 38 kids dead in the church, that sounds like a human rights violation to me. Maybe we should be more focused on that than making uh, not Netanyahu upset. I don't really care what he thinks. He killed 38 kids. He blew up the Associated Press that criticized him. Now, you can view that from any lens that you want. I think that's horrific. Ogans, you're the military man, though. What do you think about all this? I think that the whole situation, like, I'm, I'm starting to learn more. Like, as a young kid, I didn't really know too much about the Palestinian. I mean, I knew Palestinian Israelites. It was, but, you know, as you grow older, you learn more about it. Um, I think it sucks, to be honest with you. As a novice learning about this stuff, it sucks because they can't find a peaceful resolution. It's always going to be war there. Now, the big issue is, as America, we're kind of the big brother to Israel, right? And, but we, but we do have Palestinian men and women that live in America. And of course, they're going to back Palestine. We also have a lot of Jews here. It's very tricky, man. Like, I honestly, I, I don't know too much, so I can't say too much because I don't want to sound ignorant. But it's just, it's very tricky with that situation. Like, part of me is like, we got to stay out of it. I've told you that before. Like, I feel like we should just stay out of it. But I don't know, man. Like, it's like, they can't come to a peaceful resolution. Can we not split the land? I don't, I don't know how you do this. It's been going on for how long? For, for oh, man. 50, 60, 70 years? How long? At least, at least since the modern fights have started in 1948, so it's been 50, 60 years. Yeah. Oh man. Then we never. I, it's not always been war in the region, but it, it lately it's been ramping up again, unfortunately, and it, a lot of that has to do with Israel just trying to take more. No, and you, more know, you know, you know, you know what's crazy? You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of. It reminds me of like bloods and crib like gangs and i remember it was a nips i was a nipsey that said you fighting over land that you don't own mm. and it's just like with bloods and crips it's like y'all fighting over blocks you don't even own those blocks you know what i mean you don't even own them the white man owns them like you don't even own them i'm not saying it's probably the same thing i'm not saying it's the same thing because that is land that they they, they could own but it's just like it's just, it seems like, why are y'all fighting for? If y'all can come to a peaceful resolution where y'all can like divide the land, like, or just, 
Like, Israel, why do you want so much land for? For what? Like, I, I'm, look, I'm thinking about it from my logical brain of a, 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 a simpleton. Why do you need so much land for? What are y'all trying to, like, what do you need? Why are you trying to kick these people out of their homes and bomb everything? For what, though? For what? You get what I'm saying? For what? What is the purpose of you doing that? Like, yeah. what are you trying to do? Like, is it just because you want to have control and be big daddy? For what, though? <laughs> these are people, too. These are women and children, too. So what do we... I just always feel, I always feel like if there's a problem with the land, everybody thinks it's this, this, and this. Split the land up. Say, hey, you take this part, you take this part. And why are you trying to expand for? Did they say why they're trying to expand? Why they're trying to kick everybody out? No. Yes. Exactly. Stupid. Yeah. Because they want to be Big Daddy. They want to be Bobby Big Dick. And it's no point. What is the point? Hey, you got me. Common sense. Common sense. Everybody want to be all political with this shit, but it's common sense of what do you need all that land for? I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. What is the reason? <laughs> but Bruno, like, I don't know, man. Just all this, all this shit, I feel like could be handled so much more clear. I just feel like the two leaders need to get together and handle this shit, but I feel like it's a lot of Bobby Big Dick in this shit. I feel like it's a lot of Everybody wants to fucking carry the big stick. And I'm just like, for what, man? I just. And guess what? Now there's bloodshed. So you know what's going to happen? going to be more bloodshed and more bloodshed. And it's. For what? And that's why I said it reminds me of gangs. More bloodshed and more bloodshed. For what? Y'all killing each other over what? Over what? More piece of property, more land because they're from a different block than you are. We're all in the same gang, right? The human gang. The human gang. Our brother. Yep. The human race. And we over here killing each other over some dumb shit, man. I'm sorry. I just, it's just stupid shit to me, man. Like, it's just dumb. It's just dumb. And I that that's my personal feeling about it. It's just dumb. Like I get it's been years of this shit. I get it's a lot of political, a lot of it. But I mean, I don't understand it. And then Palestinians with the Hamas, which is kind of like um, Taliban, like trying to fucking do all this stuff. And I'm just like, for what though? Because you want to have more land? For what? That's all I want to say. Like, and then the U.S. The thing with the U.S. I feel like. It sucks because we have to be a part of it because we're allies, Israel's allies. You know what I mean? And <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You know? I mean, honestly, what is your, like, emotionally, what do you feel about it? What do you think should happen emotionally? Like, you as a person, not for fuck all the political shit, you as a human being. What I would like to see is for them to divide that land into two areas. Exactly. Exactly what you were saying. Why? What's the point? Yeah, I get some of that land is sacred, but to me, even as a Christian, when I hear of all the horrific uh, things that Israel has done, to me, it just negates the Holy Land. It makes it to where I don't even value it the same way. I don't want to go see it. What's all that blood? All this dead children? All these dead families? What? What's the point? You know, uh, God is uh, is an internal thing for me, right? I could I could talk to God anywhere, 
that's that's my that's the way I feel. Uh, I don't need to go to the holy. That's it right there. Yeah, exactly. So um, I'm just saying, yeah. like, what what do we what do we you know what I mean? Buster Rhymes said one time in a documentary. You know, Buster Rhymes is rapper. Yeah, he yeah. said one time it was it was funny. He said, "This is hip hop. I'm not dying over hip hop. I got kids. I'm dying for them. I ain't dying over hip hop." And it reminds me of this is land. I ain't dying over land. I ain't dying over Hoover Street that the Crips got. I ain't dying over that. I'll die for my kids, but I ain't dying for that. So that's all I got to say about that. That's good. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's take things away. Let's get back to America here. So America, what do we do best in politics? Sex scandals. So we got one for you. Uh, we've got Representative Matt Gates of Florida, who's gotten himself into a bit of a bind after oh, he got out- a whole bunch of stuff like dealing with underage children, children, uh, women, and ooh, Jeez. yep. So, so allegations have come up um, that he has trafficked a minor across state lines that he eventually slept with, uh, and this is all uh, an investigation that. This came out by an investigation into a friend of uh, Rep Gates, a political consultant to him, a Florida tax collector called Joel Greenberg, who uh, was found guilty of misconduct. Um, and this, you know, the FBI actually found that he had close ties to Gates. And so they're looking into Gates as well. And these accused crimes include sex trafficking across state lines, federal crime, rape, drug charges and solicitation of prostitution greenberg pled guilty to six uh crimes six charges in total in court uh including stalking bribery um and he admitted that he used his state's uh tax documents which we he was partially in charge of to seek out women that he could target low-income women beautiful young women uh, so that he could target them for himself and the congressman. Among this evidence was uh, Venmo payments from Greenberg to these women, allegedly on the behalf of Gates, uh, labeled schooling, tuition, and used as payoffs to... I'm going to tell you... Hold on. Can I, can I just intervene? Yes. Jump in. Everybody who watches this, from old to young, whoever's going to watch this, to my dads out there, if you got a wife... And you trying to be on the low and do the Venmo payments with whoever to the young boy who sit there and want to get a little something, something on the side and try to pay with Venmo. I'm going to tell you something. Everybody, when you pay with Venmo, everybody can see what you are doing because it pops up on a thread. So while my Venmo, you know what I got? I got my boy, Anthony Flores. He's a barber. Every person who pays him, I can see that they're paying him. I don't have to be, I don't have to know them to know that they're paying him. So what I'm trying to tell you is if you use Venmo to pay for prostitute strippers, whatever, people will know. And let me give you a little tidbit of information. One time in my younger days, about two years ago, I had, I was engaged. I, I, I dealt with strippers. I'm gonna be real, Austin, because we the pun to be, we real. So I paid them with Cash App. And guess what? It's still on my Cash App. I can't delete it. I look at it and I get disgusted with myself. But I look at it and I see it. 
So they're probably going to run this back when I run for president one day. It's okay. I already admit it. You know, some of our presidents do cope and, 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 and do other things. So I looked at it and I, every time I get this, so I'm just letting you know, Venmo, Cash App, people can see what you're doing and they can screenshot it. So just letting you know. So, so uh, FYI, you know. Continue. Yes. Uh, so anyway, these payments were labeled as schooling and tuition, and they were essentially used as payoffs for the women that participated in uh, alleged orgy with Matt Gates and this uh, and this Greenberg. Now that must have been hot. I got to say, no, uh, that's disgusting, right? And and at this event, there was a lot of ecstasy. There was a lot of cocaine. You know, rich white man drugs. Um, and and Gates, <laughs> rich white man, I got you. All right. Uh, now, Gates has not been charged with a crime, but Greenberg, as I have said, has pled guilty to six of these crimes and uh, has offered full cooperation in the investigation, um, in addition to his guilty pleas. Now, how has Gates responded? Well, he's kicked off the anti-Rhino tour with uh, fellow crackpot rep Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor Green. Marjorie, yeah, she's, dude, she's crazy. She's nuts. Yeah, we're going to talk about her. Um, but but yes, yeah, so they're kicking off a, a tour going around the country. And, you know, I think this speaks to a, a phenomenon we're seeing, right, where we see all these uh, little uh, politicians that are essentially like Trump minions, and they're trying to be Trump. They think they, they can get away with the things that President Trump could get away with. Mm-hmm. They think that they can say, grab them by the pussy, and they can still be president, right, or congressman or whatever. I don't think now this is just me talking. I want to hear your thoughts, but I don't think that that system works for anyone else but Trump. Right. I don't think any other person could get away with that and then just go on a tour, like go to a bunch of different states and then people just forget. I don't think that works works with Trump because it's a different time. My brother, it's a different time. So uh, it's it's different. Trump. I'm telling you right now, Trump changed the game. As crazy as that sounds, he changed the game. So and do you think that means that nothing it, it we can do out. politics as we know it has changed? So and with the Republican it, Party, it's yeah. either you know how the, the Democrat is kind of progressive and liberal in a little in a sense. The Republican Party is either Trump or or conservative. There's no in between. I mean you could be in between, but I'm just saying, like there's it's a split now. Yeah. That's how that's how, yeah, how liberals, how they say liberals and progressives, two different things. That's how it's Trump and conservative. And right. Well, and, and we saw that with uh, Liz Cheney. She got removed from. Yes, her, she got removed. Exactly. Exactly. All of her leadership roles in Congress because she wouldn't. It, she wouldn't toe the party line that the uh, election was a hoax, right? Even though there's been multiple sources coming out with uh, showing us that this was the most secure election in history. Yep. Uh, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that the Democrats didn't do the same thing when Trump got elected. They said it was a Russian uh, interference or this and that. But at some point, you got to put that aside and just say, you know what? OK, Biden's the president. Let's do it. You know, let's get work done. It doesn't mean that because you don't like the president that for four or eight years, you can sit there and not do your job in Congress. Right. Get to work. The American people don't care that much about your party. They care about having food on their plate. Right. They care about. Uh, being taken care of in the next pandemic you know they they don't care about your uh, vacation they care about you getting work done for your constituents right I care that there are potholes in Porterville the size of my wife's truck you know like come on what is that we need to get we need to do better 
anyway, uh, so speaking of Marjorie Taylor Greene, right, she managed to make headlines for something else other than Jewish space lasers. This time it was for her altercation with uh, AOC. So apparently what happened was... Can people stop trying to try AOC? Stop trying that woman. Like, just stop. She'll get you. Stop. She's something else, man. Yes, she is. Continue. Yeah. Go. Go. She's smart. You know, okay, but, but anyway, so... So what happened was uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, right? She apparently got in the face of uh, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez while they were in the halls of Congress uh, on, on Capitol Hill, right? So what had, what had happened was uh, Rep. Greene had, uh, has been upset that AOC won't debate her on the Green New Deal. And, and she says that... Uh, that this is because AOC doesn't uh, is uninformed or she doesn't know the real situation with the environment. Now, mind you, this is the same woman that thinks forest fires fires are caused by Jewish space lasers. So you got to go figure how much does uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene actually know about the environment if she thinks that uh, forest fires are caused by space lasers. I don't know. I'm just, you know, spitballing here. But in addition to that, Green is also. Did you just, a, did you just say that Marjorie Greens thinks that that what forest fires are caused by what? You didn't hear about this? Space lasers? Jewish space lasers, Ogans. Oh. Not just space lasers. Space lasers from the Jews. But she also, in the same breath, tweeted out Jewish lives matter. So I don't know. I don't know. But hold but on, this hold is hold on. She holds a political office. What is she? She's a congresswoman. She's a congresswoman. Representative. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. Yep. Um. But you know why? Why else is she mad at AOC? Because where's she, a- where she from? Oh God, I don't. Utah, Salt Lake City, right? No. Somewhere. Yeah. No, no, she's not Utah. Um. I can't remember. I honestly can't remember. But yeah, I. I, I oh, Georgia, can't. maybe a southern state. She gotta be southern, right? Southern state want to feel like. But then again, you know, there's some smart people in the south. Oh. Beto. Anyway. Um. No, uh, so so what we're looking at is why why Taylor Green is so upset at AOC is because AOC is supportive of Black Lives Matter, and Marjorie Taylor Green says that. No, I'm just. I'm, no, I'm not gonna say it. Go ahead. No, she, what? she's Marjorie Marjorie Taylor Green has said that Black Lives Matter is a terrorist organization. Mm-hmm. So so she says that AOC support. Of course it is. AOC's support of them is supporting a terrorist group is what she was saying Mm -hmm. now AOC has responded by saying that Rep Green is deeply unwell and that she she really is though have we not heard this woman she's deeply unwell she's got some conspiracy theories to her I'll give you that she's deeply unwell (laughs) well here's the thing though with that deeply unwell I just watched one flew over the cuckoo's nest with Jack Nicholson she is two flew over the cuckoo's nest but, but listen, what I'm trying to say is not everyone that has mental health issues talks this kind of crazy. No, she's just stupid. Yeah, she's stupid. She's I'm not She's retarded. she's not a mental case. She's just retarded. stupid. She's stupid. She's stupid. She's, but, she's stupid. She's a yeah. dumb, 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 dumb woman. And and um, I think that AOC did not mean to do this, but I feel like those comments when you say someone needs help, they're deeply unwell, this and that, that can kind of insinuate the wrong way. Yeah, well, no, I mental, mean, the mental health community got up in an uproar. 
not not really an uproar but it's just that uh it seems like every like for example when uh gun- deeply, hold on hold on but if she's deeply unwell we've seen the comments she's made she's not yes. well something is wrong with this woman so all of a sudden we're gonna we're gonna bash aoc for bringing it up that something's wrong with her for saying stupid shit like there's a late jewish lasers what yeah you know well, I mean, I don't think anyone needs a re- reason to go after AOC. I mean, Fox will find one every 5 p.m. They will bring up something. Free AOC. Right? Free AOC. We support AOC on this podcast, right? Exactly. She's I do. a good woman. I do, nice. for sure. Yes, for sure, here too. Uh, but yeah, but I think that those can kind of be seen as dog whistles against the mental health community in the same way that any time that you try to talk about gun issues with a Republican, they will tell you that this country has a mental health problem, not a gun problem. But not everyone that has uh, mental health issues, newsflash, not everyone is going to go shoot up a school because they have mental health issues. Some people do get treatment. Some people live with their symptoms. Either way, not every crazy person is going to say that Jewish space lasers are starting forest fires. Not every crazy person. So, you know, I think that Marjorie Taylor Greene is just an ignorant uh, person, either that or she's a very smart person trying to use these conspiracy alt-right theories to get to power. And, it, you know, it worked for her. The question is, how much power are we going to let her have? And Republicans had censored her at first in Congress, similar to what they're doing with Liz Cheney now, but that's starting to fade. And she's starting to come up in prominence again. She's going on tour with Matt Gates across the country, um, and they are going to go after the rhinos in the party. Um, <laughs> yes. Who is she going with? Matt Gates. They're going on tour together. The anti-rhino tour. Ladies and gentlemen, you cannot make this shit. Lord Jesus, God help. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're going on a grand tour together to to cut out all the rhinos in their party who they believe are Republicans in name only, right? Uh, they want the hardcore Republicans, the Trumpers in office. Is it the dumbass tour? What do we? What what is it called? What is it called? Because it, it's just the anti-rhino tour. Is that what it's called? That's oh, what it's it's, called. Oh, that's yes. what it's actually called. Yeah, yeah. So that's what they're doing. Okay. Well, God bless them. God bless them. I pray, I pray for their mental well-being. That's what the First Amendment is for. You can talk all the crazy you want. Mm-hmm. Ogan's fought in the military for that. So, you know, keep talking. God bless them. I wish them uh, nothing but the best. I wish them nothing but health. And, and, and I wish them nothing but health and prosperity. Okay. That's that's very kind, Ogans. No, no, okay. Let, we got to finish off with uh, entertainment news. Okay. So we talked about this already at lunch, but you know, I kind of wanted to bring it up again. So for those that don't know, uh, I'm sure Marvel's better than DC. Are, yes, we know. No, DC is is better than Marvel in video than game, comics, TV shows. Really, really, because I could but, bring up. Let me. You want me to post on the Putnam beat all the run that that Marvel had? And the DC's lack of fucking whatever the hell they were doing with hey, all the movies. The only good hey, movie they had was Aquaman. Snyder Cut. And the Snyder Cut. Snyder Cut was good too. Two movies. Hey, compared yeah, to Marvel. Still, what about Wonder Woman one? That was good, right? We it was good. Okay, three compared okay, to all uh, compared to. You know what? Will, you know what? Hold on, hold on, hold on, die. hold on. You know what's crazy? The Batman trilogy with 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 um my guy um 
Christian Bale. Was amazing. But that wasn't part of what they were trying to do with the Justice League and all that. But anyway, but no, they could try to make a comeback, but it ain't shit. Okay. Okay. Well, I will go die on a hill defending Batman versus Superman, but that's fine. That's fine. We have some haters. But anyway, okay, what they're going to be doing now is J.J. Uh, Abrams is going to be directing a new Superman movie with no plot details at this point, but it is going to have a black Superman, right? They want... ADC, ADC, stop trying to fuck, stop trying to bring all these big directors on to save your shit show of uh, movies. J.J. Abrams, Zack Snyder. Wait, who are you going to get the next? The Wachowski brothers? <laughs> hey, maybe, maybe they can help, okay? Maybe they'll get us Justice League too. I don't know. Arrow is good. You get Jared Watch, Arrow. Armor. <laughs> Watch Steven Spielberg. Yeah, Steven, Steven Spielberg. Spielberg. Hell, get George Lucas out of retirement. I don't care. Just keep making Batman movies. That's all I care about. Okay. Uh, okay, but so this movie is going to be ha- and by black Superman, I don't mean the black suit that Cal L donned in the Snyder Cut, right? I'm talking about an African American actor playing Superman. Many fans are excited about this, right? They say this new interpretation of the role is good. Um, many want Michael B. Jordan to play the Man of Steel. I think that would be a good pick too, but he's already going to be directing the Static Shock movie. But others are protesting the movie. Uh, the movie hasn't even got a script yet, mind you, and they're already protesting it. Um, but it's interesting, though, because in the No Black Superman group, it's not just the run-of-the-mill racists that you always see pop up with every time a superhero gets a new skin tone right you're actually seeing people that are arguing that we shouldn't have a black superman because superman is traditionally white and there's already a slate of black heroes that are that we should be you know showing giving more love to i guess you know you've got black lightning static shock uh john stewart green lantern uh you've got black panther uh man who's marvel got uh besides black panther you got a bunch of other awesome epic superheroes right that you could pick oh uh you know um but but now what they're saying is this is dc's half-hearted attempt at competing with marvel because marvel's gonna have the new captain america and if you look at the avengers right you got iron man the black panther again so yeah 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 and if you look at if you look at the avengers right iron man is like your batman basically he's the rich guy he's got all the cool toys uh, Cap is like your Superman, right? He's idealistic. They're both America, kid from Kansas, all that good stuff. Or I guess Cap's from Queens, but still, you know, America, same, all that. Same, yeah, I got you. Um, so what they're, what they're saying is this is DC basically saying, okay, you've got a black Captain America now. What we're going to do is have a black Superman. But they're saying that's not really genuine. Honestly, uh, I didn't know that, that Cap was, I knew the Iron Man Batman equivalency. But I didn't know that 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 cap was the equivalent to Superman. I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, I, I listen to new every day. Okay, okay. Well, I get, but I, now that makes sense of why they're trying to do what they're trying to do. Yeah. So yeah, that's what the fans are saying. Uh, so I don't know. I think that is interesting. I think there are a lot of really cool like black superheroes that we should be giving more credit to, um, but. I would ask you, Ogans, how important to you is um, inclusion on the big screen, right? And and what do you think that would mean to kids everywhere seeing a black man in the uh, the cape and tights? You know, what must there be a black Superman? To be, you want you want to be me me to be completely honest with you. 
I've I've had a chance to think about this, and I think that now I think oh, hold on, let me preface by saying I think it's important to for kids to see superheroes that look like them, right? But I don't think it was as big as it was back in the day when the comics came out. Mm. I think it was more important when the comics came out for kids at that age, like my dad, whatever, whatever time they came out, for, for them to see, like my brother, for them to see a black superhero. Now, I, I guess it's still important, but because I guess it's important because kids don't read comics. They'd rather go to the movies, right? So I guess it is important, but for um, but for but for I think that, but I think that, but I think that um, sorry, I'm I, I had a text. Um, but I think that for, for it is important, but I don't care. Like if they want to put a black Superman, go ahead. If they don't. I don't care. You know what I mean? Because there's plenty of black superheroes that we can look up to. Malcolm X, Martin Luther King Jr., Frederick Douglass, um, George Washington Carver. Um, there's the parts. Yes. There's plenty of black, real life black superheroes that kids can look up to. So Rock if you put a fictional, huh? What? Barack Obama. Obama. Exactly. So if you want to put a fictional character or not, does not, does not, it doesn't, I don't care because I'm teaching my daughter about Rosa Parks, Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X, Frederick Douglass, um, Barack Obama, George Washington Carver, um, and the countless others. The dude who invented the super soaker, the dude who put the light bulb in, because it wasn't it, it wasn't Thomas Edison it was another dude, so that's what I'm trying to say. Like, so if you want to, whatever you want to do, me personally, I don't give a damn because I'm going to teach my daughter about the real life superheroes, and that's just my opinion. So, word up. Well, you know, always it's been a pleasure doing the show with you, Ogan. Of course, of course. And uh, we're gonna wrap up here today. Uh, signing off here, Austin Slater, and I'm Jonathan Ogans. Peace. Peace. Putting a beat. Let's go. Make sure also Chingon Tacos. Make sure you share, like, make sure you post it, and we will give away two free uh, tickets for $25. Not on Tuesdays because I didn't motherfucking know. No good on Tuesdays, but Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Peace. All good. Like, like, like Sahai said, no dope on Sundays, ain't no tacos on Tuesdays. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Peace.